Hi, this is Pamela Topchian. I am a hypnotherapist and an author, and I am hanging with Aunt Boogie with Keeping the Towel. Easy world, easy world. It's your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And it is another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you so much for tuning in, rocking and vibing with me as always. And y'all, y'all already know what it is, man. We are here in this fight of life, and I'm glad that you are here with me. Because I can't have you giving up yet Not yet Not not at this moment in time We still got more rounds to go If you give up now Then hey That would be on you Don't get mad at the consequences that happens When you give up this early And hopefully you've been tuning in To a couple of previous episodes of In the sparring gym With some incredible guests I have with me And man we still got more to go But yeah Alright y'all So you already know the drill here it is. You are now ready for your fight. This is the big night for you. Get out of your dressing room and make your way to the ring. As you're walking to the ring, I need you to go ahead and think about some things that you want to go ahead and do in that ring against your opponent. Because you know, as the great prophet and priest, Michael Gerard Tyson said, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So we're going to give you a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Still need you to stick to the plan. So once again, make your way down to the ring and get to the corner and look across from you because that's your opponent. And yeah, your opponent is life ready to go ahead and knock you out and let life know you ain't giving up yet. So get in your last instructions. And I need you to come to the center of the ring and touch gloves. Make sure you got that mouthpiece in your mouth. And ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to be in your corner because the round has officially started. Let's make this happen. In life, we think that we want to be alone. A lot of us think that that's what we want, right? A lot of us say, I'm better by myself. I don't need nobody around me. And that's fine. A lot of us are better off as lone wolves. Some of us are. Not everybody is. And I remember telling this to somebody one time. A lone wolf doesn't always eat, but a pack will always eat and survive. A lone wolf may know how to survive for the moment, because it can take care of itself and be able to defend itself. But when it's a pack, it's a different thing. You never really seen a lone wolf take on a pack. That doesn't always happen. You can look at hyenas. They don't always do too well by themselves. They have to have a pack. Lions, same thing. Because that can be lunchtime for somebody else. And is definitely meat for the vultures and other parasites. I come to you this moment. This round, this fight, because many of you are going through some things at the moment and you don't see a way out. It just seems like, man, every corner you turn, there seems to be one problem after another. Just after you took care of two, here comes three. Just after you took care of one, here comes two. Just after you took care of these five that took a while to get done, here comes two more. And those two more are just as heavy as the previous ones as i said you just feel like man i can't get out of anything and i'm doing this all by myself but oftentimes if we're honest with ourselves you were the person who put yourself there you were the person who said i don't need no help you feel trapped there's no one here to help me yeah i understand this time we're quick to say no one is coming to help you true not everybody's coming to help. Not many people are going to come to help you. However, there are times that you have been the person who have locked yourself in your trouble. 
that you don't seek for help. You don't seek to go ahead and find a way out. You've locked yourself. So yeah, this is where I'm coming to you from this round, this fight of keeping the towel. You locked yourself in your own cell. Me and my cell. And if you ever seen a cell, it's tiny. Sometimes eight by six, eight by five, depending on where you are. Eight by eight, it depends. You ever seen somebody in a cell and they will show you or you can hear them like, yo, get me out of here, get me out of here. Of course, it would take a guard to open that cell, whether it be by key or it be done remotely from a central tower. They just got to press a couple of buttons or turn a key and press a button depending on what is the security system there. However, there's many of you who've locked yourselves in your proverbial cell, your mind, your habits, your choices. You've locked yourself in it. And the crazy thing is, is that you're banging on the door saying, God, get me out. I need you to get me out. However, the guard is sitting here like, I didn't lock you in here. You want to know why the guard is telling you that? Because in that cell, while you've done whatever you did that put you in that proverbial cell, in your mental cell, whatever habits that you did, whatever behaviors you did, whatever choices you made that locked you in your cell, you cursed everybody. You cursed everybody. It was everybody's fault. The man's fault. Their fault. It was them. They. Whoever them they are. These people. Those people are. Whoever they are. You blame them. But you're not looking at yourself saying, man, I did this. Why would you do that? Right? Because it's easy to blame somebody else. It's easy to blame circumstances. It was my mother because she didn't show me a lot of love. She wasn't always there. It was my pops. He wasn't there. He stepped out. He walked out on us. He didn't want to be there. Pop said he was like a rolling stone. So you blame everybody else. Oh, it was because of my enclave, the neighborhood I grew up in. Oh, it was because I was affluent. Affluenza. <laughs> I had too much. I had too much access to access. So while you blame all these other circumstances and people and different things, the one person who's not getting the blame is the person who locked themselves in the cell. So you're there, you're banging on the cell. Guard, get me out of here. I don't belong here. And the guard's like, I didn't lock you in here. You do belong here because you locked yourself in there. You want to know the crazy part, man? The key is in the cell with you. I'll say that again. The key is in the cell right there with you. And so here it is, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 12, 15, 20 years or more that you've locked yourself in the cell. You have locked yourself there. You have locked yourself in the cell of fear. You have locked yourself in the cell of rage. You have locked yourself in the cell of self-hate. You have locked yourself in the cell of self-deprecation. You. And you're just sitting there saying, well, I can't come out. But then, for a few of you, you've given yourself some type of freedom. Yeah, you're giving yourself some type of freedom. And, and it feels good. You go outside, you got some sunlight, you're smelling the air. But you know what that's called? That's just called rec time. A designated time you are allowed to go out to the yard. Now, 
if you're in solitary confinement or you're in maximum security, you may not get out. But solitary confinement, they may let you out because you're going to be locked down for, what, 23 hours? So you get one hour to yourself to go outside. And guess what? You're not even in the open. You're in another caged cell. But it's outdoors now. The cage is a little bit bigger. So you're just walking around. Just walking around. And so what do I mean by that? When I say that you have that wreck time where you're outside, this is what I mean. You go out to the bar and you constantly get a drink every single weekend, every Friday, or sometimes every middle of the week, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. One of those days you get a drink. You go ahead and you keep taking a hit of weed every single day almost every two hours, and that's your escape. You sexed out. You got one partner, two partners, three partners, four partners, and you getting down, and you just saying, well, I got these dudes in rotation. I got these chicks in rotation. You feeling good about yourself. But again, it's just that you're in another cell, but it's just outside. Outside, the cell in your mind, the cell in your spirit. You now just have to get out of it. So now you can bang as many people as you want, get down as many times as you want, have this quote-unquote great sex. But guess what? You are still stuck in a cell. Let's keep going. You've shopped so many times. You've shopped and shopped and shopped. And guess what? Still in your cell when you're done shopping. Let's keep going. You went ahead. And brought another watch, brought you another belt, brought you another bracelet, another chain, another whatever. You got inked up again. You got another tattoo just to say, yeah, this is just telling a story of my pain, what I'm feeling. But guess what? You are still in your cell. You're still there. So what happens now? Have you gotten better? Again, guard, let me out. Guard, you banging, banging. Guard, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. And while you banging and banging, guess what? The guard is still saying, the key is right in there, man. The key is right there. And the thing is, you still, as I said earlier, you blame everybody else. But yet you have locked yourself. You have not said, you know why the reason I am here is because of me. The choices I made. What I thought was a good idea at the moment was really not too good of an idea, was not really too bright of an idea. So now you're playing years, some of you months, but a lot of you years of trying to rectify those decisions. It took a hit on you. It took a hit on you mentally where you break down, you have anxiety or you have anger, you have PTSD. There's also where it's taking a hit on you physically because you let yourself go, you've gained excess weight, or you've lost excess weight. You become anorexic now because you're barely eating. You're bulimic. You're throwing up every two minutes. You can't keep nothing down. Your digestive system can't keep nothing down. And then there's the worst part. You have now also suffered financially. All you're doing is taking money and you got to pay this off, buy that off. You got to constantly use money to pay this to get that so you can go ahead and feel good for the moment. But yet you got to still use that same money to pay off something that you did years ago. You're still paying for it or you're losing money. You're bleeding money the whole time because you've locked yourself in your own damn cell. You've locked yourself in there. I'm not here trying to put, pass judgment on anybody. 
I'm not. I'm not passing judgment on you. Because I get it. We've all done some things. But I'm talking about that you do not want to see a way out because you have locked yourself in yourself. And the thing is that there's a lot of you, you see the key right there in the cell with you. And you guess what? You don't even want to pick it up. You don't want to pick up that key. Because when you get out that cell and you got to go outside now, now you got to deal with rectifying a lot of things. You don't want to deal with that part. Man, I'll be all right, man. I'll just let it pass over. I'll be cool. It'll, it'll, it'll blow over. Let me give it a few years. Those kids will be all right, man. She'll be all right. He'll be all right. You know what? Who cares if I cheated and I lied? Who cares? They'll be all right. The company will be fine. Who cares if I swindled the company out of so much money? They'll be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll get over. Okay. The family will be fine. I mean, yeah, I lied to them for God knows how long, and I, and I made this up, and they believed me, and they were there for me, and they helped me out. Then they came to find out it was a lie. They'll be all right. They'll get over it. Family still sticks together. Not really. There's some families when you do the ultimate betrayal. Yeah, you're you're now a pariah. You're a pariah. They don't even want you around. To the point that they will threaten you. Like if you come around here, that'll be your last time setting foot in this area. Some, some of you have gone a little bit further than that. For some, you can't even go back to your own city, your own town anymore. Because you really did wrong. You really screwed some people over. And I ain't talking about if you did some illegal stuff. If you did illegal stuff, well, that's the rules of the game. That's on you. I'm not going to go ahead and make any aspersions on you because that's on you. You chose that lifestyle. You did. That you actually brought your kids or child into that lifestyle. That puts their life in danger, your family's life in danger. Once again, not casting any aspersions, that's on you. However, I'm talking to those of you who are stuck in your emotional self. You're stuck there. You can't get out because you don't want to get out. It's good to stick there because you can stick with the anger. It's good there because it's fun that you can go and tell people, yo, I got a mean streak. And yeah, don't piss me off. Yeah, because if anybody ever, if anybody want to see that that monster come out, they, they better be careful. We love saying these things because why gives us that attention. But also what we don't realize is that when you hear people say that, they are stuck in their cell. They're stuck in it. And the crazy thing is when they have other people around them who knows about that, that side of them and they go ahead and they encourage that they encourage you to stay in your cell why because they're in the cell with you there's a cell within the cell i'll say that again for you there's a cell within the cell that's why your friends are busy egging you on yeah man punch him out yeah man destroy the place yeah girl destroy the place for something petty go ahead why? Because it's either two things. They're going to join in with you or they enjoy watching you stay in your cell. It's fun and they don't even know it. So at the end of everything, when you've gone through your fights, you've tore up something or whatever you had to do, you damaged property and everything, guess what? You are now on the phone laughing with your people and ha, 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 wasn't that funny? Wasn't that crazy? Yeah, that was ridiculous. But hey, somebody had to pay. They know better not to mess with me. But then guess what happens? When you hang up that phone, your friends are gone. 
the echo chamber and the peanut gallery is done chanting your name and giving you high fives what stupid act you did guess what now you have to lay in the bedroom on your bed on your back with your mind now running through whatever it had to replay what that you did and now here it is back in yourself and here's the question you ask yourself why did i do that why did i do that again guard let me out guard let me out but the guard again said the key is right there the key is right there you screaming to let you out but the key is right there you screaming to let you out your anger phase you screaming to let you out of your lying phase you screaming to let you out of your conniving ways but the key is right there but you don't want to let yourself out as i said because when you come out of your cell and you finally take a walk out, not onto the yard, no more. No, I'm talking about you are now getting out of yourself for good. And you walk out into the free world. Yeah, now you have to go back and rectify a lot of things. Go ahead and ask some former inmates. I can tell you those who I've spoken to before. They'll tell you when you want to get on that right path and you got to go back to some people. And you got to go ahead and say, look, sorry for what I've done. Sorry for what I said to you. Sorry for the beef that started between us. Remember I spoke to one brother a long time ago. And he said that he got in jail for um, strong arm robbery. Strong arm robbery. You know what that means? That means he had he brandished a weapon. And then he came out. He changed his life and everything. He went straight to the store that he, that he robbed and saw the owner. I think he hit the owner with the gun or some shot him in the foot or shot him in the leg. Something like that. But anyway, he saw the owner limping. He came to the owner. He said, excuse me, do you know who I am? The owner was like, no, I don't know who you are. He said, I'm the person who gave you the limp, and I want to apologize for doing this to you. Now, the owner could have said, oh, yeah, and could have taken revenge. But the owner said, it's okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Now, that's grace. That is grace right there. Because that does not always happen. That that doesn't always go down like that. There's some people who once were in the gang. Now, you can be part of some clique or whatever. You can't always get out of that. But some of them, they do. And they say they go to whoever and say, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. But I'm no longer part of this. And I know you'd be upset at me, whatever. But I don't want this. But guess what? Some of them may get away and say, all right, it's all good. Others may get the yellow light, like meaning, all right, that's fine, but we do know where you live. You can't run from us. And then others, they just can't get out. But they got in their mind, hey, look, I'm out of this. I'm out the game. There's some of you right now listening. You out the game, but you're still in the same hood. You're in the same enclave. And you're trying to walk the narrow path and you you are, some of you are walking the narrow path. And every time these same people are like, yo, look, we could take you down anytime we want. And they're trying to force you back. Just as you got out, they're trying to bring you right back in. But if you are able to go ahead and have a strong mindset and realize, I do not want to go back to that cell. Hey, call me what you want. Trash me all you want. Talk about me all you want. That's fine. But I cannot go back to what y'all doing. I can't go back to this. Look, you can't get out the game so easy. I know you can't get out the game so easy. You want to go ahead and keep doing what you're doing. Putting your family in danger. 
putting yourself, even if you don't have a family, but you're constantly putting yourself in more danger every time. How long you want to do that? You make that choice. So you've locked yourself in your cell. It is you. The only person who can get themselves out that cell is you. Again, I can tell you this again. You can smoke as many cigarettes you want, so much weed you want. You can snort how much coke you want and thinking that's going to get you away. Again, those are just temporary highs. You can drink as much as you want. You can drink anybody under the table as long as you want. That's fine. You can have four or five drinks. It has no effect on you. But guess what? You are still empty because you are still in your cell. You can go ahead and say, yo, I broke a world record. I got down with this many guys. I got down with this many partners. That's fine. But guess what? You are still in yourself. So now what? You brought a new whip. A nice fast one. Great, ain't it? You can rev that engine and be a loud, obnoxious clown. But guess what? In your cell. You can buy a dope whip and it's as luxurious whatever. Give me the name. I don't care what it is. A Porsche, a Land Rover. You can give me a Lamborghini if for all I care. Ferrari. That's nice. But guess what? While you pulling up and you stunting on Instagram, homegirl, guess what? You are still in your cell. That's cool that you can have your dope whip and everything. You pull your Balenciaga shoes and the bag and all that stuff. Beautiful. Nice, girl. But guess what? You are still in your cell. That car you got that is tiny is just like your cell. So you're riding in a mobile cell. You just hating Boogie. No, I'm not hating. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You riding around in your mobile cell. You want to know why you feel like, oh, God, I feel like I'm constricted because you came from a cell in your mind to going in the car. That's nice you can pull up and people are staring at you and pointing at your dope whip, but still in your cell. You can get the truck that is on, that's like 45 feet off the ground, but guess what? Once again, you are in a cell. What do you do with this cell? The key is right there. Sister, brother, the key is right there in the corner. You're in your cell. You're in one corner, and right across from you is the key. And you're in that corner, curled up, crying. Nobody knows it. Silent tears, you cry at night. Sometimes you don't even have to wait at night. You cry in the middle of the day. Yeah, man, I'm hard. I'm hard with it. I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm an alpha. I'm alpha. Man, I'm getting tired of hearing that nowadays. Every single friggin' minute, somebody's the alpha, alpha, alpha. Shut up. So... Alpha man, you go in the bathroom, you drop some tears. Nobody knows because you're in your cell. Miss Strong and Independent, Boss Chick and all these different names you want to give yourself and monikers and all that stuff, you go somewhere and you cry. Tears drop. I'll be all right. It is what it is. It is not is what it is. It's not because you still cry. Nobody can feel that pillow. How drenched it is with your tears. If your bedroom walls can talk after you've gotten down with so many people and your bedroom walls can talk and it can still say, you see that dude right there? You see this chick right here? Boy, they cry like a baby every night. How many times you want to get wasted? How many times you want to brag about to people, yo, I had this drink and man, I was so messed up. How long you want to keep saying that? How many times you want to keep posting that? 
That's all you posting, how drunk you get. That's it. Nothing else with life. When I pray, do you really pray? Do you really? What's your prayer like when you when you trying to get out from this cell? What's that prayer like? You know you got some inmates who got different types of prayers, right? They got prayer for vengeance. They got the pseudo prayer. Yo, God, if you ever don't let me get back in here again, I'm, I'll promise you I'll be a changed person. But they don't really mean that. They just want to get out. And then you got those who make it earnest. Earnest prayer to the creator. Like, please, I've done wrong. I know what I've done. I confess to it. And I want to make a difference in my life. A true difference in my life. And you making that difference in your life when you want to get out that cell is not going to be easy. It's not. It's going to have some serious moments where you can relapse into that cell. That's going to be your fight. Relapsing back into your cell. There's some of you who got your hand right on the door. The key is in hand. And I'm telling you, turn the key. Put the key in the hole, turn the key, and get out. And then there's some of you who are sitting in the corner of the cell. The key is on the other side, right across from you. But you don't want to get up. There's something holding you back from getting that key. Something. Not, not people or anything. It's you. And I tell you this. When you come out that cell, there's going to have to be some people. You're going to have to say, yo, it's been real. I cannot be around you no more. There's going to have to be some habits. You're going to learn how to start kicking. Saying, no. You're going to have to supplant them with some new habits. Do I really need to smoke this? Nah. How about I find this to do? A hobby. A constructive hobby. Constructive trade that you can do. Challenge yourself to something. Let me see how many books I can read in a month. Let me see how many pages I can read in one week. Let me see. Start off small. How many pages can I read in a day? How many pages can I read before I go to bed? How many pages can I read when I get up? Challenge yourself for something. And I know you don't want to look corny to nobody and like, oh, you sold out. Oh, you not, you not cool like you used to be. You ain't fun like you used to be. Right. Understand. That person, those people are still in the cell. You're trying to get out of your cell or you're out of your cell. Why do you want to go back in the cell? And now you got to you got to now go back in the cell and you're now in complete darkness and you're groping on your knees. Trying to find the key again. You want to go back to that? The choice is yours. The choice is yours. You have to make the choice. Are you going to come out your cell? How long do you want to keep saying me and myself? You want to keep making that song. It's just me and myself, me and myself, me and myself, friend. How long you want to sing that song? How long you want to sing that song of blame? How long you want to sing that song of putting off the responsibility? How long you want to sing that song? Go ahead. Keep singing it. And while you're singing it, Guess what you're doing when you're done singing that song? You're crying. You feel lost. You feel empty. You feel very empty. You feel as though you have failed. The choice is yours. The choice is completely yours here. The key is there. You don't want to open that cell using that key? Fine, by all means, stay there. But I promise you, at some point in time, 
you can die in that cell. And what I mean by die, meaning that you have now given up on life. That you just, whatever life, whatever, wherever you're going to toss me, hey, if I live, I live. If I don't, I don't. Because you've given up. And as some of you, you think you outside, that you free. No. Look around. You're still in your cage, but you're just outside. But you only got one hour to enjoy yourself. <laughs> you only got one hour. When you're at the club, you only got two hours to enjoy yourself. I don't care what club you at. Hookah lounge, lounge, jazz lounge, club, strip club. I don't care where you at. I don't care. Guess what? You only got about an hour or two to enjoy that before you go right back into your cell. The mind is going to call you right back. Come on back. Let's go. All right. Time's up. Let's go. So you got to hang out all night till 3, 4, 5 in the morning, right? So you can keep your mind active and keep your mind, quote, unquote, busy. Guess what? Eventually. All right. Come on. Back in your cell. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure rocking and vibing with you as always. I have to go ahead and take this a little bit deep on you. And I know I had to go ahead and hit you in the ribs a little. I had to hit you in your chest a little. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that because life is doing that to you right now. And it's hitting you in your cell. No way out. It's hitting you in the cell. Because you don't want to get out. Because you enjoy it. Let's see how long you survive. Yo, y'all, if you want to get at me, go ahead and catch up me on my social media. IG, I am Ant Boogie 3000. At I am Ant Boogie 3000. On Twitter, Ant Boogie 3000. Ant Boogie 3000 on Twitter. And you got my email. I would love to hear from you. Let's go ahead and vibe on this. Let's, let's go ahead and really have a hard, long conversation on this one. Let's go ahead and have a introspective, revealing conversation about this. Thank you so much for tuning in and if you like go ahead support the podcast the description is right there down there below the paypal i would love to have your support but just as i have your support in monetary i'd love to continue to keep having your support in listenership so please go and tell people about this go and tell a friend who has a friend who knows a friend who got a friend who's supposed to get a friend about keeping the towel all right and go ahead and check out all the other episodes there why i kept my towel series because there are people just out there like you and you want to hear why they're still keeping their towel, all right? Like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man, Aunt Boogie. I'll check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. Get out of your cell. It is time to get out of your cell if you choose. The round is over. Get out.